Hello, creative, and welcome back to the Empowered Creatives podcast, finding confidence between hustle and burnout. I'm your host, Victoria Hines, creative career coach, helping creatives just like you level up or find your next path in your career. So one of the big words in regards to this podcast is the word confidence. Confidence is something we all know. We know what it feels like. We know when we have it. We know it when we don't have it. But I was curious to learn a little bit more about what is confidence and where in the world does it come from? So when I pulled the book off the shelf, or rather checked it out from the library, The Confidence Code by Katty Kay and Claire Shipman, I was super excited to dig in. Now, a little bit of clarity around this book. A, I do highly recommend it. It's a really great read, especially if you're interested in books that talk, are very research-based, that really dive into the ins and outs. There's a lot of interviews with um, psychologists, scientists, etc. I will say it is definitely geared towards women and female-identifying people. Um, I will also say that a lot of the science and the psychology and the experiments they quote, which Katty Kay and Claire Shipman are also super upfront about this as well, is a lot of those experiments are coming from the U.S. So unfortunately, there is going to be a little bit of that bias in the book just because we are lacking data from different uh, groups to make it more inclusive. All of that being said... If you're interested in learning more about confidence and about where this came from, I highly recommend listening to this episode. And this episode is going to be the four takeaways I had on The Confidence Code by Katty Kay and Claire Shipman. Real quick, I'm going to interrupt this podcast to tell you about a really nifty tool that I've made just for you. As creatives, it's so easy to find ourselves lost in jobs that we don't really like. So much so that when we decide to find a day job or a support job that we actually enjoy, we have no idea where to start. This is where a creative career audit comes in. Head to the show notes below to grab the link to my download and you can get your free workbook that will help you identify what brings you joy and what drains you in the world of work. No more day jobs or support jobs that make you just feel eh inside. It's time to find something that's going to light you up again. So it's quite logical to start this podcast episode off with what in the world is confidence? And I will fully admit most of this book was focused on that very question. What in the world is confidence and how do we describe it? Uh, They go through a lot of different definitions in the book, but one that really jumped out to me and I think is probably the most solid uh, collection of a definition is confidence is purity of action produced by a mind free of doubt. Wow. I'm going to say that again. Confidence is purity of action produced by a mind free of doubt. What I love about this definition is it is kind of painting confidence as this thing that is both thought process as well as something that is turning in to action. So that is one of my first takeaways is 
the definition of confidence. My second takeaway was there are actually four cousins to confidence. And I love this entire section because while confidence is one thing, there are four things that oftentimes get misconstrued as confidence or kind of looped into the same bucket as confidence. And don't get me wrong, they have a lot of impact on confidence itself. So there's four cousins. Cousins is the word they like to use to describe it. And those four cousins are optimism, self-efficacy, self-esteem, and self-compassion. Let's dive a little bit deeper. So optimism. Optimism is what keeps you in it for the long haul. It's the belief in the future, belief that you can do it, uh, belief and hope that everything is going to turn out all right. Optimism is something that's connected to our spirit. There's a lot of spirituality to that world. And you definitely know when the when you talk to those people who are like, the cup is half full, everything's going to be okay, versus somebody who's going through the exact same experiments who's like, nope, it's doom and gloom, everything's going to fall apart. So the second one I mentioned, the cousin to confidence, is self-efficacy. So Albert Bandura is arguably the most cited author on the subject of self-efficacy. His definition is that self-efficacy is an individual's belief about their capacity to influence the events in their own lives. So that's from a book Albert Bandura wrote in 1977. So self-efficacy is your belief in your ability to succeed. You believe that you can get an A on a paper. You believe that you're going to ace that test. You believe that if you send that email, the person's going to respond. You believe that you can walk out on stage and kill it. You believe that you can compose an entire song. You believe that you can write a 300-page book. Self-efficacy is kind of like uh, the Nike slogan. It's the just do it. It's a very goal-oriented feeling, and it's also very much so based on achievement. The third cousin to confidence is self-esteem. So two of the biggest names in kind of the self-esteem world, if you want to dive a little bit bigger, are Morris Rosenberg and Nathaniel Brandon. That's B-R-A-N-D-E-N for spelling. So self-esteem is the belief that you are valuable, It's a belief that you can win, and anybody who has high self-esteem is less likely to assume that you are not worthy. So this is kind of like that feeling inside of you of worthiness. And last but not least, self-compassion. Now, two of the big names in the self-compassion world are Kristen Neff and Christopher Gerner. Sorry, Germer. I've read a book by them. Um, They're two really, really great people, especially if you're wanting to understand the self-compassion world and what self-compassion actually is. Um, They're really good, and maybe I'll do a follow-up podcast episode. They're really good at kind of breaking it down into what it is and what it isn't. And they're very quick to say that self-esteem and self-compassion are not the same thing, and they aren't. Self-compassion is how you get back up again when you fail. It's your ability to 
you reframe thoughts. It's your ability to tell yourself that it's all right. It's your ability to kind of sit in the moment and say, hey, this sucks. There's lots of different versions of self-compassion, but that is how it's a little bit different than the three I mentioned previously. So one of my third big takeaways from this book is that confidence is partly genetics and it's partly defined by our environment. So we always have that. It's like that never ending debate of nurture versus nature. A lot of what they're realizing in studies now is a lot of these things are both. And in fact, they've done a lot of genetic studies on how our our environments can actually impact our genetic code and essentially kind of like turn certain pieces of our code on or turn them off. So there are things within our own genetic code that are predisposed to whether we are going to be more confident or not. Now, that being said, just because we have stuff in our genes that make us predisposed, a lot of it is still picked up by our environment and our environment directly impacts those genes. So just because let's say we have genes that make us more likely to suffer from anxiety or depression, our environment can also determine or kind of tell our genetic code whether to be more susceptible to that or not. My last big takeaway, and I think this one is the most applicable to all of you, is if we go back to that original definition, confidence is purity of action produced by a mind free of doubt. What's key about that definition is the action part. Confidence isn't just our thought process or what's going on in our head. Confidence also is carried out via action. Confidence is the bridge between what we are thinking and what we are doing. And in order for us to put confidence out into the world or to experience confidence, failing is actually essential. We have to be willing to make a mistake and trust that we're going to come back from that mistake and trust that that mistake is going to be okay and we're going to figure it out and have belief in ourselves that even if we fail, we can get back up again. Working on those cousins to confidence that I mentioned, so the optimism, self-efficacy, the self-esteem, self-compassion can all help our thought process kind of prime us in a way to make our thought process a little bit more primed towards confidence. But even if you work on those four cousins to confidence, you still have to take action despite the fear. Scary, isn't it? All right, so here's your one thing this week. I want you to open yourself up to failing. So what is one area of your life right now where you feel like your confidence is maybe not at its best, not at its highest? I would not choose the thing that you're feeling the lowest in. That might be a little too scary. Let's get a win in here. But where is your confidence a little bit shaky right now? That could be with public speaking, advocating for something you need at work, sharing your creative work. Asking someone you admire to interview them for a job or 
informational interview, or maybe it's even in the dating world and asking somebody out. What is one area of your life where you feel like your confidence is a little low right now? And what's one action you can take to put yourself out there despite the fear? If you're unsure about an action you can take, go ahead and send me a message on Instagram. You can hop into the show notes below to connect to my account, and I'll help you formulate one small action you can try this month to test out the waters with your confidence and take that purity of action forward in your life. All right, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, definitely be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and share it with a friend or two, especially if that friend or two is feeling a little not super confident right now. All right, until next week, stay creative, my friends.